Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. On the latest episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry, I'm delighted to be joined by cardiologist Dr. Paddy Barrett, chatting all things cardiovascular disease. The way I look at this is that the the two statistics that everyone should really be aware of is cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death globally and in most developed nations, but it's also the most preventable. 90% of it can be prevented at an early stage if you just follow the right steps and formula. So I look at it as a, a scary opportunity. As ever available on all podcast platforms. This is the Rugby World Cup on the left wing. Hello and welcome to the left wing. Well, we are at the Stade de Bordeaux, just outside the media centre here. Another gorgeous day here, Keen. again. We're in the shade here, though, thankfully. Yes, I'm very glad, Sinead, that you found us a lovely spot in the shade. I mean, it's, it's kind of typical Irish, isn't it? Like the Irish thing, like to always complain about the weather. We've had such a rubbish summer um, back home when you come to France and you're in, you're, you, you know, you're in the middle of a heat wave and we're still giving out. So um, <laughs> you can never win, but um, so certainly going to be a factor, though. Yeah, no, we be. We were at the captain's run today. Uh, Mac Hansen was there. Mm-hmm. He was, which was, I suppose, um, a relief from an Irish supporter's point of view. Andy Farrell did say he wasn't injured um, at yesterday's team announcement. But yeah, so was, basically there was just a bit of surprise uh, that he wasn't named in that starting team yesterday. Huge surprise. Um, when you look at the, the backline that's been picked, like that is Ireland's first choice backline. It has been for a while, all things being equal, that's the backline that Andy Farrell will want to start against South Africa in a couple of weeks. Um, so from that point of view, it was it was a major surprise not to see him. I mean, Keith Earls coming into the team doesn't necessarily weaken the Ireland team and it's nothing against Keith Earls it's not really about Keith Earls in any way really it's just a surprise because Mac Hansen has been so important to to Ireland so um yeah, I suppose a few eyebrows have been raised. Um, you know, my cat was up at the press conference and he was asking, he was asked about it. Um, I think people were maybe putting two and two together. I've even had a couple of text messages myself back home. People have, will have read Andy Farrell's press conference or heard it. Yeah, so tell us what he said there again in yesterday's press conference. Yeah, so he kind and this of, was in the embargo section. It, he, he referenced it in the live section first. So for, people, for listeners who are not quite sure, there's a live section which you'll often hear on the radio and TV and then the cameras and microphones get shut off and there's a section for the papers. Um, but in the live section, he'd kind of referred to it like loosely that he wasn't all that happy with, you know, certain things that went on in Biarritz when Ireland there. He kind of, he referenced that, you know, we're into the kind of the match day city now in Bordeaux and he referenced the carnival atmosphere that comes with that. And you have to understand, you know, I, I think he's probably a little bit mindful of the fact that a lot of people on the outside, like us included, have gone on about how relaxed he's made the environment, but I don't think he wants it to go too far the other way. So he referenced that, that the, the guys like Johnny Sexton, Keith Earls, Peter O'Mahony, like that they're going to be really important to make sure that guys know once they arrive in the match city uh, that you're in, your business mode, I think, is what Andy Farrell, we're down to business now. Uh, so he kind of doubled down on it then again in the embargoed section where he said some players adapted better to the fact that Ireland were staying on a beach in Biarritz. So look, you can read into that what you will. So I think some people, when they saw then Mac Hansen wasn't in the team, um, might have put two and two together. Like Mac 
Jack Hansen did an interview last week, um, which was like very entertaining. You'd have to say, I don't know. Did that? I, I genuinely have no insight into this. I'm just, um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Did that? How did that go down behind the scenes? I mean, Mac Hansen was um, down in pints and stuff, even though it had been done in the summer. Uh, I think the timing of it might not have been ideal, but maybe the maybe Andy Farrell thought there was no issue as well. Again, I'm just I'm just speculating. So the good news is that Mac Hansen isn't injured. Um, he was out there doing the captain's run, like we said, Sinead. And like I said, m- m- my cat said there was no disciplinary yeah. issue. So um, as you said, he was asked, was it a disciplinary issue with Mac Hansen not playing this weekend? And let's hear what my cat had to say. Um... It's a long tournament, first and foremost, and it's making sure that uh, we look after everybody. But um, in the same breath, there's some good competition in that area too. Um, it's nothing that Max done wrong. It's not that he, you know, he's um, he's performed badly at all. I think he's done exceptionally well in his his preseason games. So, um, and like we say, it's a long, it's a long competition, and we need to keep people fresh too. Mark Hansen's not involved at all. Is it, is it a disciplinary issue? Not, not at all, no. It was useless. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So after he was asked firstly about Mac Hansen, he was asked again then, was it, was it a disciplinary issue? Yeah, he was asked outright, as the listeners will have heard there, and he said that it wasn't. So, uh, look, we can only take yeah. what we're being told at face value. Like I said, I haven't heard anything to the contrary either. Um, but I'm sure some listeners, probably WhatsApp groups are probably hopping and stuff uh, back home. But I'd expect we'll see Matt Hansen um, back next week against Tonga. But the fact that he isn't even on the bench, it's unusual because there's no way that this team is going to play against Tonga next week. There'll be plenty of changes. And then the next time they'll play will be that South Africa game. So logic would suggest, all logic, would suggest that if Matt Hansen was fit, then he should be in the back line that's going to play against South Africa. But here we are. Um, as we said, Mike Cat was out at the press conference today and you also asked him about uh, Danny Cipriani's claims in uh, excerpts from his uh, autobiography that were published last weekend. Yeah, I had to be that guy, didn't I? Um, oh, look, sometimes you have to do your job and ask yeah. awkward questions. I mean, it didn't really have any relevance to, you know, Ireland's World Cup, but it's... I, I basically had asked him, was it a distraction? And for anyone who, who may have missed it, I mean, Danny Cipriani is writing a book and there was extracts like you said, Sinead, and he just opened up about a massive explosive row, I suppose you could say, that he, 2015, yeah, that himself and my cat had. So um, I just asked him if he had any thoughts on it. He said no. I asked him, you know, if it had been a distraction for him this week. He said no. Bundy Aki was sat I next to him. Bundy yeah, Aki, you, were, yeah. you were closer, actually. Yeah, yeah you I had heard a, him. He kind of said, what did he say? <laughs> So. Which probably shows you that the players were kind of unaware of what it was. And look, I think it was probably a bigger story, or probably is a bigger story maybe in England, but it's still Ireland's attack coach, you know, who there was a lot of allegations kind of aimed at him. Um, I think Eddie Jones was asked about it. Was it Eddie Jones? I think it was. And, you know, he said, oh, he's got a book to a book to sell, whereas Cass just firmly shut me down, put me back in Eddie my Jones box. is one who should know all about that. Yes, he's had a few exactly. books done himself. So, um, yeah, look, there was no harm done. I felt like the question had to be asked I'm sure my cat knew he was going to be asked and that's his prerogative if he doesn't want to comment on it it's fair enough yeah well we were inside in the Stade uh, de Bordeaux this morning and it is a gorgeous stadium mm. a 42,000 seater stadium and the Irish fans we're expecting the majority of them to be Irish fans inside there tomorrow and they're they're arriving into the city Keen. 
Yes, they absolutely are. Um, just on the stadium, it, like the French do a good stadium. I think it's really, it's a real intimate stadium, yeah, I feel, it's, isn't it? It's lovely. It's kind of, the. I was disappointed that Ireland didn't get a game in the Velodrome in Marseille. I was there for the Champions Cup final last year and that is unbelievable. But just the colour of the seats and stuff here, it did remind me of it and it's going to be cool. Um, I mentioned it to you on our videos that we're doing as well, Sinead, our daily videos that the Ireland football team played here in 2016 against Belgium. They lost um, three so I find it very hard to see that Romania will have the, the, the rugby equivalent to that result. Um, but yeah, so there'd be, I, I, there could be plenty of people who were there in 2016 might be coming back today. Certainly from what I saw yesterday, we were, like we discussed in the podcast, myself and Rod were on the same team as the, or the train as the yes. team. And so we kind of like filtered around um, Bordeaux, got our work done. Um, we're working in a cafe for much of day and you could just see the stream of green jerseys coming in. This is Thursday before. And I think the fact as well that Wales are obviously playing here this weekend. My taxi man was saying, it, I've been in a lot of taxis, but yes. he was saying the fact that it's Irish and Welsh, mm. Welsh fans together in the one city. And he was like, they are the best fans. Yeah, and that is the thing. Like Wales and Fiji are playing on Sunday um, in the city as well. So like it is going to be thrilling here for the whole weekend and actually in the cafe that we were we were sitting in it's right near it's bang in the centre of Bordeaux and um, out of nowhere you could just all hear all these sirens and stuff and a massive roar went up uh, it just happened that the Wales team had just been arriving in Bordeaux so even all like the people on the street just stopped shouting I'm sure most of them were French I didn't see any Welsh jerseys so um, just a br- like it, it feels like a brilliant city that like a lot of people are going to have fun in um, I saw three guys walking past me with Limerick jerseys um, yesterday so no, no Kerry one yet no not, well you can be guaranteed Sinead there's nothing <laughs> truer that there'll be a Kerry jersey spotted somewhere over this World Cup probably at the match uh, tomorrow but um, I'll just take it out of my bag so will I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. you should wear for the video no doubt you have it um, but look I mean even in Japan in 2019, like we were so far away from home and the Irish somehow, you know, found a way to get there. Like you said, it's just over 42,000 capacity. Everything that I'd been told um, coming over here was that they expected the first two games here in Bordeaux and next week against Tonga to be the equivalent, sorry, in Nantes, yeah, uh, the equivalent to, to home games for Ireland. I mean, you can't imagine there's going to be a huge amount of Romanian fans here, I wouldn't have thought. I, I haven't even seen a Romanian journalist here. Um, I'm sure they'll come in maybe later for their captain's run but I think the atmosphere is going to be special I think people have made like it's a big expense to come to France as we're finding out um, even on the ground over here but it's such a brilliant place to come it's a rugby country like I said the people here are really welcoming as well so it's going to be different in so many ways to Japan where the the World Cup at times uh, Japan is an amazing place like absolutely loved our time there but it did get the World Cup got swallowed up there a little bit because it's just a drop in the ocean like most people hadn't a clue what rugby was whereas in your proper rugby country territory now and yeah I just can't wait to see what the buzz is going to be like yeah and the temperatures even Johnny Sexton was saying yesterday you know Mm. even from his time in France like he never experienced temperatures Mm. like this at this time of the year so bring the sunscreen um Obviously tonight then, Keane, France against New Zealand. Can you believe that is tonight? Of course, Rory is doing his travels uh, up to Paris this evening, but I cannot wait for this. Oh, like this is what it's all about, isn't it? Um, it's going to be unbelievable. Like I'm, I mentioned it the other day in the podcast that I was, you know, I, I was supposed to be going, but had to change my plans. Uh, so I need to f- make sure we find somewhere. So yeah, are you going actually... to are you going to a pub or what? How? Don't know. I like don't really like watching matches in pubs. Like I mean, that's I re- what we're going to say you here. You really want to watch the match properly. Um, but then- 
saying it'll be I mean the atmosphere of you know what Sinead actually when to say this we, we watched the, the football um, last night uh, the, obviously the Ireland-France match um, in a pub and there were screens were kind of outside on the road and France obviously won 2-0 but when both goals went in there wasn't a ripple of applause or shouting and there was loads of people watching it. Is it is soccer country down here is that uh, what you're no, saying? No this is a soccer stadium yeah. I mean the stadium that the match is on tomorrow is a, is a soccer stadium but I don't know, was it a reflection of how confident the French just were of beating Ireland? Like there was a few of us watching it and for a couple of chances, like Ogbeni's header in the second half and things like that, like we were like kind of up shouting and like they were still 2 down at that point. So um, it was interesting to get that kind of insight, but like come the match tonight, I mean, it's it's really going to feel like we're, we're off and running. Um, like there is a bit of I think wiggle room for both teams it's not going to make or break I don't think their World Cup but I've mentioned this a couple of times that I think if France lose I think the pressure cranks up they'll obviously still get out of their pool By right it does, but come that yeah. quarter final there's going to be nerves they're already missing a few key players like their squad still looks really really strong um, and New Zealand are coming in like I, I'm not going to say under the radar because like that would be ridiculous to suggest the All Blacks are coming in but all the expectation is on France it's their home World Cup everything that France have done for the last like since Galtier took over has been about this World Cup winning their home World Cup so that brings about enormous pressure so I can't wait to see how they handle it really yeah, can't you know, it's going to be very interesting well we are going to be back after the game tomorrow uh, yes. yeah we are going to record um, another left wing episode um, for that so uh, yeah we're, we're obviously looking for a good win and you know maybe a high scoring and some fluency you know fluidity I think that as well was what Andy Farrell mentioned yesterday to get back into back into their yeah, game and James Ryan mentioned it there he said like there's no easing into this yeah. tournament it might be a soft launch which it is but when you pick a team that's strong like, that. like you ha- like I'm expecting Ireland to like put up a big big score on Romania there's no excuses I know the heat is going to be a factor but when you're picking that kind of strong team against this kind of opposition then I'm expecting a big score. Okay, well, that's it from us. We're going back into the aircon. Uh, stay tuned or keep an eye on your podcast feeds for that tomorrow evening. But for now, thanks for listening. Listen and follow The Left Wing wherever you get your podcasts.